0: do i look fat hey guys welcome to another episode of the do i look fat podcast it's your girl Steffi kiss this week's guest is an educator an inspirational speaker and the creator of the tree method my boo miss tree Hey, babe, how are you? Cute ass (laughs) motherfucking intro.
1: Um, I'm good. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm feeling so delicious. Like I'm ready. I'm
0: ready to talk. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So anyone who doesn't know, Miss Tree is a teacher. What grade? Do you teach in the garden? I'm kidding. The little babies. She is teaching the youth, the babies. I love Mm -hmm. (laughs) watching your stories because just obviously we're not seeing the kids, but just to see the way you interact with them. It's so cute. Like it's adorable.
1: They're so much fun, man. You know how it is. They're just cute and silly and like loving and like, they're just the best. They're Mm -hmm. they keep you. They keep you connected to the good stuff. They really do. They They are just so innocent
0: completely it, innocent.
1: It's honestly like, you know, it keeps you very focused. Like if you're paying attention to them and how they interact and how they deal with struggle and sadness and like um difficulty, like they're just really resilient and like they get over it. Like they don't stress out about what happened in the morning. They're not the, they're they're like uh they're the best.
0: Yeah.
1: You can learn a lot from them for sure. Hundred <laughs> percent.
0: All right. Um, so tell my listeners, what is it that Tree does? What is the core of Miss Tree? Oh my god. That is such a <laughs>
1: great question. So I think my the first thing that comes to mind is just I like to help people. That's always been my how I identify as a person. Like a helper, a lover, a nurturer. And then that's why I teach, that's why I do my wellness coaching, that's why I do my counseling, that's why I do my speeches, that's why I'm on Instagram. That's why I'm on Patreon. Like that's the, you know, that's what moves me to like do anything socially. It's just like, can I help people with this? Can people get something out of this? You know, and of course to look cute and fabulous, but it's always like, (laughs) it's always like helping people. You know, I, I'm super sensitive and I'm very aware of how other people feel and um i use that you know like if i know i'm empathetic you know how it is like you're a mom so like Mm -hmm. you feel your baby so i feel like that with so many people so instead of letting those things overwhelm me which it did for a while i just started like okay how can i use it like right let's do the work like what's up so i think that's really what the core of the tree is is just like a helper just i like to make people laugh you know i like to create a good vibe you know just Mm -hmm. to
0: Hmm. and what about the tree
1: method what what is that about so the tree methods is something that i started to just like practice and it came i don't know i, I just started like i talked to myself a lot and the like it just like the tree method like it's a method of the tree right it's how i live how i do my thing how i help people how you know little little tips you know it's a method on how the tree lives i guess right and mm-hmm different ways to just be at peace and be like grounded and be present. Cause that's really where the tree, like me identifying, well, people started calling me tree. It's a whole story, but, um, it's about being present where you are and being grounded and shedding. And it's like this whole, this is whole like philosophy, but, Mm -hmm. um, the tree method is just, yeah, it's, I, in, in layman's terms, I would say that it's, you know, little little things that you could incorporate into your life to keep you at peace. Just Little, you know, little mm-hmm. everyday little tweaks here and there. Little simple things, not in too deep because mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's you don't have the time to do all this whole thing. So like little things, you know? That's really what the tree method is. It's like little steps.
0: Yeah, the- and you you live your life in these little moments. Like your life isn't based around all of the big dramatic changes like the majority of your life is the mundane is the day-to-day it's the little things that you can change so that's that's very interesting and i can't wait to see more especially on your patreon i'm very excited, I'm
1: so excited <laughs> for us. i always think about like sometimes when because instagram is different when i'm channeling and talking for instagram i'm talking to a big group of people you know mm-hmm. i have like 700 followers and that's a lot of people you know mm-hmm. so when i'm when i'm talking it's very broad. But when I'm like talking to Patreon, I only have like four trees there so far. Mm-hmm. So I feel very connected to like when I'm talking. It's a completely different. I thought it was going to be like Instagram. I'm here cunty as fuck. But it feels very different on Patreon. It feels like I'm talking to four people, right? Mm-hmm. And even though I don't know all of you like in a in a deep way, I definitely feel like some of the messages resonate with with who. I don't know. It's a very... It's a very different experience. It's for very
0: sure. intimate as well. It's
1: very intimate. So it's nice because it's like a diary with the tips, with the comedy, with the sexy stuff that I like to do and all the bullshit. <laughs> but it, it's nice because it's like you know, it's a little bit of people and like when I get serious and there's like a message that comes through, it's like you know, I just pray that it's very direct because it's just a small group of us so far. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting, and I'm so happy that you're part of it. Like it's so lit, like. only because it takes us you know not everyone's gonna resonate even though people Mm -hmm. love me love my work love my products you know patreon is gonna be it's a very specific it's very specific platform and the intention is very specific so I think anyone who joins is like let's see how you know they're very curious like Mm -hmm. I think be curious about your healing and like be open to it being to looking different and you know so I'm excited I'm very excited I already feel like just signing up and like me doing it and you guys signing up like we're we're already being very intentional about right. what we're doing you know? so it's nice it's like
0: we out here And trying things through like a new lens too, right? Because even if we may have the same like, quote unquote, outlooks, you Mm -hmm. still do things differently, things still, the way you interpret things are different from the way I would interpret them. So I'm always down to like, see new perspectives to see how people who I feel like got it together. How did you get it together? And maybe I can take some tidbits from here and take some tidbits from there. So, all right. So in the beginning of each episode, we do a quick Um, icebreaker. And what I usually like to do, it's a would you rather kind of game. So I'm going to give you two scenarios. You're going to let me know which one you would rather do and why. All right. So the first one is, would you rather accidentally call your partner by your ex's name or have them do that to you?
1: Ooh. Oh my God. That's a good question. Um, Damn, I've actually had, I've actually done that to an ex of mine and I think I would rather them do it to me because I did it to an ex of mine and I was, I was not in love with my ex, like the name I said at all. Like, I don't know, like it was random, like a brain fart, but my boyfriend at the time was so hurt by that. He was so, he was like heartbroken. I mean, we were like I don't oh my God, I'm like freaking out and I pushed him away, like messing around, fucking <laughs> like around. I was like, oh, and I said the, my ex's name and he's like, and I didn't even realize I was just like in, I was still kind of right. in it. And I'm like, wait, what happened? What? And he was really hurt and stuff. So I am, and I guess because I know that brains do that and I'm personally a person, I think things really fast and like mm-hmm. I'm silly. So I blur things out sometimes.
0: No, I feel you on that. Um, I don't think I've ever said an ex's name and an ex never called me another name but I did have this one friend who would always call my boyfriend by my ex's name every single time and it was just like girl how many for you to get it all the way together because that's for one you never even met the first ex okay so it's like well, why do you keep calling him that <laughs> what that's different I couldn't believe it I was just like this is ridiculous I can't even hang out with you anymore because clearly you're on you're drugs drug. do you,
1: need to, do you need to talk do you need to have a interesting that is a it's a very oh
0: man exes are so interesting oh god <sighs> listen especially mine but that's another that's okay. another story that's for another so day <laughs>
1: I plan that in a couple weeks.
0: So. <laughs> All right. So the next question is Would you rather fly to space and discover a new planet or go on a deep submarine adventure and discover a new underwater kingdom?
1: Definitely new planet because a girl can't swim. <laughs> you can't swim? I know. It's like ridiculous. Like you are from an island. But um, yeah, I can't swim. I don't know. I had a couple near death experiences as a child oh. in the backyard. And, you know, even as an adult, knowing that, like, I'm super tall knowing that I'm not going to drown. It's like a very psychological thing. So I have to like, I have to go do some work. That's another.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not an Olympic swimmer. I just feel like If I needed to survive, I could. Like, you know, I'm that. I'm that type of swimmer. That That must be nice. That's a nice
1: feeling. I feel feel like okay. If I need it, I'm gonna. Like, I don't know. It's some
0: planet. It's funny because my friend, she's also very tall, and she makes fun of me. Like, we were in this pool one time, and she's like, you know, standing there. I'm only five two, right? I'm short, and my feet are just paddling like this. And she's like, that's all I see, and she's just standing there. And I'm like. Don't make fun of me, okay? At least I'm here, okay? I can You're doing participate. It, girl. You out here? You're keeping up. <laughs> keeping up with us. Oh man. Um. So yeah, I, there's way too many like weird creatures under the sea. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's aliens and shit too, but I feel you.
1: I don't know. There's something about <laughs> not being able to breathe and hear. Like I just my senses. I can't. Mm-mm. There's too much. Mm <laughs> Dolphins swimming under you. People are like, oh, that's so cute. I'd be freaked out. First of all, them shits are mad big, okay? <laughs> like, I. They are sexual beings. They're known to, like, get all up in your stuff. <clears throat> you know that? Like, dolphins have. Google it. Dolphins have been out here, like, touching trying to people. rape
0: girls. No, yeah. yeah I don't want to say it, but yeah, they're rapists.
1: <laughs> they're just horny. Like, they're just horny and they're, like, slippery and they're big and they scare the F out of me. And I don't know. Mm
0: I think dolphins are adorable, right? like just they're they're they like they sound like they're laughing and you know like they do tricks and they're very much like into humans or whatever, but they are huge. I would never want to go swimming with a dolphin because like I don't think people understand how big these things are in real life, like no, it can they really kill you how like, big are they they're like five feet. They can be like 10 feet. Like, they're oh my big. God! No. <laughs> no.
1: Bro,
0: they're no. big, bro. No. Big, okay. Like, tigers. Like, you swear tigers aren't huge until you see one, and it's like, okay, what? Like, why are you so fucking big? My skin. I'm getting like, look at the. It's
1: just <laughs> freaking, freaking. They're so fast. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. They're mysterious. No. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Okay, so we're going to get into the next question. Would you rather spend your money traveling the world but have few personal possessions or have a really amazing house but never leave your hometown?
1: my God. This is, like,
0: such a tourist
1: thing to ask. This is, like, a tourist (laughs) nightmare. (laughs) Oh, I have the house, but I can't have my stuff, but I don't have my stuff, and I have (gasps) that. I Honestly, at this point in my life, I'm out. I'm Mm. out. That is big enough. He can keep up. We out. Like, I don't need... <laughs> I, and, and then I think this question is really nice with the pandemic. Like, the fact that we've been just home. Mm-hmm. I want to out. So I'm out. Cute dresses, a couple pants, clean underwear. We out. You out. I, I love out. that. I love that. I think for
0: me, if I could move, if I could get a really nice house, like, in the islands or something like that, then... You know, maybe we can have both. I won't need to leave my hometown, but I that. if it's in New York, I I, I can't I can't it's stay cold. here. It's cold. It's cold, it's crowded. It's just, it's uh, I'm over it. I'm over. It. And I say I feel like I say this every episode, but I'm really over New York City. Like whew. it's a lot. <laughs> Definitely. Are you you're originally from the Bronx?
1: I'm from the Bronx, born and raised.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I'm like super proud of it. I love the Bronx. It's such a nice place. I don't know any other place. I I lived in here. I lived here in Scranton for a little bit, mm-hmm. where I at my mom's house. Um, oh, it's really nice, really peaceful. Oh, it must be so quiet and the nature, girl. Like yeah, the the you know the people are just like really small towny. So they're nice. They're slow walking. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Not no one's in a rush. People look at you in the eye. It's really it's a it's a it's a different, different vibe. But people are not as open minded. You know, yeah. there's back and forth, but it's really peaceful. Like even being here
0: is just really nice. It's really it's, good. It's good to get away from like the hustle and bustle of the city. That's really nice. And to That's not good. and to see more than just the gray and the brown buildings and you know, like a little bit yeah. of greenery, please. Yes, it's definitely, it changes your mood. It changes your mood. hmm for sure. All right, so this is the last question. Would you rather never age or never need sleep to function? Oh, man. Never age
1: or never need sleep? Never age. I love to sleep. <laughs> it's like my, you know, my hobby when I'm not like talking to myself, I'm
0: sleeping. Sleep is very much underrated. I feel like a lot of people act like sleeping is like something you do when you die, right? Like, oh, you're, you're missing out on this. If you want to be, if you want to be successful, if you want to do this, if you want to do that, don't sleep. I need to sleep. Like, I don't, I don't know who came up with these only four hour, five hour nights of sleep. I need at least seven to nine hours of sleep a night. I'm not even going to hold you. Like, I feel like that's reasonable and your body needs to reset itself. It's scientifical. There's a whole book on it called, um,
1: damn, I forgot. Uh, I think it's the science of sleep or the power of sleep. It's by, um, Huffington.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I forgot, but it's a really powerful book and it talks about sleep and the power of sleep and it's legit important. And Yeah. I'm a different person when I'm when I'm sleepy. When I'm like rested, whew, I'm out here. <laughs> I'm available to everything. So it That's
0: is gonna- a slippery slope, though, because I can fall into one of those like sleep depressions very easy. Like I could sleep all day. Especially where I live now, it's like a cave. Like I don't get a lot of like natural light.
1: I saw that in your story. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: it's terrible. That's- that's a vibe, bro. You don't have oh to my God.
1: lamp. They have like lamps. This I is, know.
0: Like- I have to get one. And I yeah. talked about it on a previous yeah. episode. And I'm gonna I'm gonna buy one because this is getting ridiculous. No, <laughs> like- if you don't have no man, it changes your mood, bro. We
1: are we are like little flowers. We're like little trees. Dead ass. We mm-hmm. need sun. We need air. We need nature. We need grass. We need all of that. Mm-mm. Get that lamp. <laughs> Even today was really. It was really nice out today. It was really nice out today. love the sun was out. It was really cute.
0: Yeah, I, I mean those days in New York where it's like it doesn't get below like forty degrees in the winter. Like those are those are decent New York days. It's when it gets ridiculously cold, when yeah. there's snow and ice everywhere, and the snow is all dirty and disgusting. It's just like ugh, nobody wants to deal with this. Bad. And when you have a car, it's like.
1: I have a shovel in my trunk because it's that real. Like, I've had to, like, double myself out. It's ridiculous. But, you know, everything has its, you know. (laughs) New York is lit. I love New York, too. Like, I love how many, like, the different people. I love the roughness, the realness. Like, ain't no fake shit in New York, you know? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of, like, hypocrisy in other places. But New York is very thugged out and, like, gully which I appreciate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. New York is very gully, but I feel like, you know what, wherever I end up, I'll take that shit with me. So true. (laughs) All right. So we're going to get into our first segment, which is eat your heart out. And this is where we provide my listeners with tips and tricks having to do with like general health, whatever have you. So today I want to talk about, well, I want to know if you've ever heard of face yoga. Um, I, think, I haven't heard of it, but I
1: kind
0: of guess. Yeah, so face yoga and face rolling, which are two different ways to drain the lymphatic system and to reduce inflammation in your face. Um, the main difference between face yoga is, and face rolling is that with a face rolling, you need the actual like jade or precious stone roller to get everything out. With face yoga, you don't need any equipment. You use your hands. You use air. You make faces and hold them. It's, it's very yeah. interesting. Um, and I saw a live about two weeks ago and it was Karuchi and some lady from London. And she literally had like a face yoga studio and yeah, yeah, it's like a real, it's a real thing. And I guess, you know, combined with, you know, esthetician stuff and facials and, injections and collagen all that shit that people do to their faces nowadays Mm -hmm. um i guess it can really work some of the things it's said to help you with is neck pain snoring headaches speech issues um and it can also reduce wrinkles and get rid of headaches um makes sense why right so you think of somebody who like might have had like a stroke or something like that. And Mm -hmm. they have like temporary paralysis on their face. Um, you get therapists like occupational therapists who actually help you with face yoga and it helps like get maybe some movement back into your face for sure. Um, but what we would use it would be, well, actually, I heard that it's good for people who are into public speaking as well, because it can help you enunciate your words. Because I have that problem sometimes, like, you know, like you said earlier, you speak fast and sometimes like it just doesn't come out the way you envision it in your head or heard it in your head. Um, and the face yoga can help you with that because you'll, your words would be able to come out a little bit more smoothly. This all makes like a lot of sense. There's a lot of things that, you know, people can do um, that doesn't cost a lot. Like, you know, you think you hear of these celebrities and they're like, oh, face yoga and you need this serum and you need this treatment or you have to come into the studio or the spa three times a week or whatever. When these are just things you can do after you wash your face in the bathroom. You know, Um, Mm -hmm. have you ever tried not? I know not face yoga, but rolling face rolling.
1: Yeah, I definitely have my jade roller um, in the crib. Um, And I think I naturally know when to move my face around because I am very animated with my face and I do public speaking. um, And there are just some normal like mouth exercises that you just do to prepare. Mm -hmm. So there are things that I do. I've never called it face yoga though, but that's a very cute term. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, definitely... What was your question? I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: if you've ever tried it before. <laughs> I think
1: have a person of it. That's
0: funny. I'm like, what? That's what I'm saying. Like. Somebody help. No, 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 you're fine. Um, so I just wanted to give our listeners some key benefits to face rolling. So it can improve blood circulation in the face. Using a face roller can stimulate blood flow to the face, which can make your skin look brighter and feel firmer. It helps with stuffy sinuses. Um, some studies suggest that using this tool may help clear the sinuses. Um but you know, we don't know if that's completely true. Uh, it decreases puffiness, all of that when it comes to draining your lymphatic system. All of that puffiness is is like I don't. It's some type of liquid, right? I don't. I'm not scientific or anything like that. But you do literally have to drain this system of from your body, and that's why sometimes when you wake up in the morning, like your face. <laughs> I see you rubbing your face right now. You're like. <laughs> oh
1: because it makes so much sense. Because it's just, a, I think, what you were about to say. When you wake up, this part of your body is mm-hmm. a little poofy and then When I was younger, my lips would wake up like,
0: oh my goodness. Ethan wakes up and his lips are so swollen yeah. every morning. So and yeah. I, I don't know if it's the way he sleeps. Maybe because he sleeps on his face. Like <laughs> I'm just like, you can you breathe, sir? But excuse me, sir. You excuse me. <laughs>
1: um, So it makes sense that, like, since you're sleeping and nothing's moving, things kind of just, you know.
0: Settle. Yes. Right? So So they say one of the best things to do before you use the jade roller is to actually stretch out your neck. Because you need your thyroid, like that area, or your lymph nodes, and just to be cleared. Right? So you want to make sure that it's stretched and so that everything you drain has a clear path to go And circulate your body instead of just settling into one place. Um, There are different types of rollers. I know you mentioned a jade roller. I actually have a rose quartz one, which Mm -hmm. I love. Mm -hmm. Um, They also make amethyst ones, obsidian, and regular metal. Yep, yep. Just for like the cooling effect. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a question. Did you know that there are actually like fake jade rollers out there boy,
1: girl there's fake everything but now that crystals i think have become so popular and i don't think people understand how long the earth takes to create these crystals and how important they are to like the earth's like you know they're vibrational and they really you know they have i mean i'm they vibrate. This is science. This isn't, I mean, I know it's gotten very cool, but it's mm-hmm. science. They vibrate in a specific frequency, and every feeling that we experience as humans is a frequency, it's a vibration. So, what these crystals do is that they're consistently vibrating um, a vibe, right? They're consistently vibrating on a frequency, and it affects us as humans because it. what it does is that it connects to our uh, frequency and then it affects it, right? So, when you hold a crystal, mm-hmm. it's like working with your frequency. So it's really important to the earth. So it's really hard to get these crystals. So people like us, they've just been making fake ones. Yeah. Because it's hard to make. Um, You know, people don't usually like... I-, I felt really guilty buying a jade roller because I work with crystals. So me seeing like a crystal cup. What is that that you put on the bottom of a cup to keep A coaster. Up, that was really... Even though they're beautiful, right? It just makes me feel like, damn! Like these are healing tools. Um, it's more and- than just
0: a piece of glass, right? It's way more, girl. It's way
1: more. It's. I mean, for me, you know,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: just, I just, I just find them so alive, you know. And I just find like the same thing. Like you wouldn't take a bunny and squeeze it and make it into a coaster. I mean, they actually do things a lot. Of- <laughs> I wouldn't so- be surprised, a bunny, right? Um, <laughs> You know, it's just like, it's, it's, so I'm actually, I did know about the fake jade rollers. And I think that's why, because there's just, you know, they're just becoming so popular that they're really, they just, they're overdoing it the way they do with everything. Yeah.
0: I didn't think about it that way because you don't think about how much time is put into actually making a gem like that or a crystal like that. That's thousands of years, right? It's not just something that happens overnight. Um, so, yeah, I didn't think about that. But, you know, there are ways to figure out if it's fake. Um, one of the easiest ways is that if you scratch the surface of your jade roller with, like, your fingernail or, like, a pin, it won't leave a mark on it if it's real jade. Yes. If it's fake, then it'll have scratch marks on it. So yep. just bear in mind, if you're going to use something on your face and you want it to be used for the right way, um, you know, get the legit thing, especially, you know, nowadays It's like you said, it's being so overused and it's being so commercialized that you can find things like this, like in a five below or something like that, where you don't know exactly what it is that they're using, because I'm not going to hold you five below five below has become like the, the incense and sage and crystal central for like the lower budget okay and at first it was a little cringy to me because it's like what are you what are you doing here but now it's like it's become such a staple like I buy my incense from five below because they have a lot of scents yeah it's not expensive. Not that incense is expensive anywhere, but it's just also yeah. very accessible. You know, not everybody can just go to the Africans and buy incense. There's none by me and mm-hmm. I would have to go out of my way to get it. So I think that's interesting. So you should definitely check out Five Below. Um, mm-hmm. I did feel weird about the sage in Five Below though, because f- isn't sage being over um, harvested? Mm -hmm. anything yeah all of these things that are um cool now
1: you know that have to do with i think with this woke movement yeah sage palo santo palo santo is one of the ones that i'm also very worried about and concerned
0: yeah i only i only use it when it's gifted to me so someone had gave me a smudging stick in september i still haven't even used it because i think i'm gonna hold off until i have everything like cleaned out Mm
1: -hmm. I want Mm -hmm. to be very
0: intentional (laughs) when I use it. I'm not just going to light it to light it because Mm -hmm. of how it smells or anything like that. Mm So Mm -hmm. I'm waiting to use that one. Definitely. That's how it's,
1: it's, you know, how it is, but I just hope that people are intentional with it, but regardless, the earth is very like powerful and it's, it's good, but, you know, as long as people are being intentional with these tools, I think it'll, it could only help. These things are really cool. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, sage is really nice to, like, light something in your house and envision things leaving, like, bad things leaving. That's a a great practice, whether it's fake sage or not, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, and do your research, guys. It doesn't always have to just be sage. There are many different things that you can burn that can give the same effect. Regular leaves, too.
1: Like, earth is, is, come on, everything. It's Mm -hmm. Any stick, too, can be a palo santo. You know? It's just, it's intention. It's really intention.
0: Yeah, I love that. Hey guys, I'm only going to take about 60 seconds of your time. So you know what? You can actually do some face yoga while you wait. Take your knuckles and go from the beginning of your eyebrow to your temple and just drain all that puffiness out. Okay, so while you're doing that, also, I just gave you a cute little move to do. Rate me five stars for the podcast, guys. It helps my podcast be seen on the charts. That means I can get sponsors, put you on to new things, you know, get paid, all that jazz. So, um, yeah, rate five stars. Also, review the podcast. Let me know what you want to hear. If there's anybody you want me to interview, any topics you want me to cover, let me know in the review section also, you can take a screenshot of wherever you're listening to the podcast. So if you don't have Apple and you can't review the podcast, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram, okay? Everything is always linked linked down below in the description bar. You know it's do I look fat pod exactly how it sounds or underscore Steffi Kiss. Type in Steffi Kiss and it'll come out. Okay, that's it. I took about 60 seconds of your time. Your face should be a little bit depuffed. Let's get back into the episode. I love that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get into the next segment, which I'm actually very excited to talk about with you. Um, it is the heart on my sleeve segment. And I wanted to talk about being vulnerable in the public eye of social Mm -hmm. media. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay.
0: Um, that's something that I feel like you are very transparent in you like to show your vulnerability online. Um, tell me what, what is it what makes you do these things? What makes you give this vulnerability up to um, your friends on the Internet?
1: Mm-hmm. That's a good question.
0: Um, so I started my Instagram when Zen
1: was a baby um, and I had so much time because I was just like he was just born. I wasn't working. I was with him all the time, but I was very emotional and, you know, I had postpartum depression and I, I. um I've always been very sensitive and stuff, so I was processing a lot of information. But because I just had a baby, a lot of the friends that I had, um, I just I just wasn't hanging out with the friends that I had because of the lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I was late. I was like my friends were just like young kids hanging out, and I was a new young mom. Like there's we weren't hanging out, so I was spending a lot of time by myself. And I started Instagram, and I was just talking. And me being extra is f it's just naturally just started talking to this camera or whatever and i remember i you know with postpartum and just with the excitement of um communicating with people after like pregnancy and just being in a really like i just i was like a little crab when i was pregnant and then, oh, people oh and i was just excited i started putting things out there and the responses of the people was what is what keeps me going because i mm-hmm. regret posting everything that i post i regret i don't like Crying on Instagram. I right. have, once I'm doing it. In my when I'm in it, I'm in it, and then that's different. But I don't even like to view the vulnerable ones until like after I processed it because it's uncomfortable because it's like a lot. But I have seven women texting me or messaging me like, "Yo, thank you so much because I felt I felt like this and I didn't know I didn't know I was the you know I, now I don't feel like I'm the only one or oh my god." Thank you so much for doing this. Like, you know, I was really depressed yesterday and you made me laugh, like just things like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And for therapeutic reasons as well. So like, it's like talking to a friend because of the support that I have. Like, I don't talk, I don't, luckily I haven't received any like, bitch, what are you doing? Like, blah, blah, blah. blah. It's more like, whoa, you're so brave. This is awesome. So it's, you know, it's the community too. So it's for the people, man. I find it's for the people like it's I record myself all the time and I don't post all of my videos because um, I like to reflect. So even watching my videos my on my own is a way that I process and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But It's for my people, man. People really resonate with this crazy girl on Instagram. People, <laughs> really, people really like vulnerability. People are afraid to do it themselves, but they are really, really happy when you do it. And I am an open book. Like I'm really proud of the things that I do. I really enjoy my life, and even if, even if, like my breakup, my recent breakup story, which was so hard to share because it was so embarrassing. Like when you have people disrespect you, it's so embarrassing because mm. you're you're like stupid, you know. But I was like, this is the this is one that I have to share. One because it's it was leading to Patreon and kind of why I created that platform. I thought I was fine. I thought I was fine. We broke up. We're, you know, we're not enemies. I don't hate that dumbass bitch. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then I found myself talking and talking, and then I got into it again. I was like, wait, there's a lot of things that I have to process. Hold on a mm-hmm.
0: second. It's
1: well, so for my people, man. My people really, my people really support me, and um, I just really want to be a voice for the things that we say to ourselves in silence. I really wanna give that a voice because the things that I talk about are a lot, but that's stuff that we all go through. We all go through crazy stuff. We all have our stories. And I think if more people were open to talking about them, we wouldn't be so hurt and so reactive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: People are very reactive because they do on process. And if you process out loud and show people, Hey, I always tell people too, like, don't do what I do because not everyone can handle their truth being out there. People are like, Oh, I'm going to do it too. I'm like, just be aware. Like, you it's know, not easy. No, there's a lot of processing that happens before I post and after I post a lot of healing that I do before and after I don't just post and go about my day. Right. I'm like, I, so now I'm gotta, and I'm thinking, oh my god, she's seeing this. Oh my god, he's seeing this. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot, but like I said, it it helps a lot. And people have, I've had really, really, really intense conversations with people, especially mothers. My mom, friends on Instagram are really like those are you know because we we go through so much you know, and there's the taking care of the baby, but being a woman, being, trying to be sexy, trying to be a mom, like, there's so much that happens. And, you know, we need support and we need one of us to be a crazy bitch online to represent because it's, it's
0: real, it's real. It is that, you know, trying to balance being sexy and being a mom with something like, you have to learn that. That is, especially being single and being Uh a mom, and trying to balance any type of like sexual relationships or anything oh like that. It is, it is difficult.
1: You get the guilt. You get the, you get the insecurity. You get the, oh my God. It's, so, and then you don't know how, you don't know what, it's so hard and no one can tell you what to do because every man you're with is different every mm-hmm. the way you are with this relationship is different how your child is during this relationship it's like no one can tell you what to do and there's know- there's no perfect formula for it <laughs> it's, so it's so hard it's so hard and like me being like i'm really sexual like i love not that i'm not, not that i have a lot of sex but i love to talk about it i love to process it i love you enjoy be- you enjoy it Everything that goes to do with it. Mm -hmm. It's such a healthy thing to do when you have, when you have the right stuff in place. I think it's awesome. Um, And it makes women, it makes you feel very connected to like this power source. When you're Mm -hmm. sexy, you're like in a vibe. You're like, I can do anything I want. Like, excuse me, I'm taking over the world. It's a vibe. And I think it's important for us to tap into it without feeling guilty or over-sexualized. Cause I can be sexy and not want to do nothing. Like, That has nothing to do with that, and I and I stress about and I talk about that all the time. Like, I can be in a vibe, and it has nothing to do with you. Like you can see me being sexy and me in a don't touch me, don't talk to me. You know, don't think that this is for you because that's when, you know, just it's so difficult.
0: So you know, a woman or anybody actually, not just women, but you can be sexy just for yourself. It doesn't necessarily you don't need someone else in the mix all the time. Like some of the best nights I've had recently, especially during like Corona and quarantine or whatever, are just nights where I would do my makeup, you know, fix up my hair, maybe put on some lingerie and chill in the house. Like if Ethan wasn't here, girl, I'm turning on, I'm lighting candles, I'm listening to music, I'm lighting up like it's it's a whole ass vibe. and. I'm legit just by myself. Like therapy. It's like sexiness is healing.
1: It's not, sexiness is not about other people. Sexiness is not about men and sexiness is not about sex. It is a, a healing practice that everyone, I think it's easier for women to tap in because of the way society is set up.
0: Mm-hmm. But I
1: think being a sexy person, being sexy is healing. Like when you feel sexy, you feel you feel more. You feel closer to your authentic self than you do when you're not. It's it's a very interesting energy to work with,
0: right? Because you have to have some level of confidence to feel sexy.
1: Yeah, and like self
0: awareness
1: because mm-hmm. you're lit. You're lit. Everyone's lit. Like we need to really stop thinking that we're not because of. It's okay. So that's a deep, that's a, such a deep conversation, but. <laughs>
0: I love that you're getting deep and I know that these are all things that you are planning on, like discussing in your Patreon. And, you know, these are just the conversations that we need to have, you know, Um, you're creating a platform that's create that's centered on promoting healing. And that's very courageous, right? What Mm -hmm. do you think brought you down that path?
1: Pain girl, real pain, depression, suicidal thoughts, Um, low self-esteem, feelings of unworthiness, um, mistreatment, being taken advantage of shame, guilt, you know, all of those low vibrational things were what, like, I was like so close. I wasn't, I don't know. I feel like once you're, it's so, you become very aware of what you need when you don't have it. Mm. You don't have what you need. You're like, I need this. You know, and you're like, oh, you notice it because you're lacking it. So being sensitive as a little girl and like just being, I think I was just always very sensitive and like, you know, I don't know, very specific, I guess, and empathetic um, and outspoken. And as a child, my experience, I had a lovely, you know, my family's lovely and beautiful, but my experience as a child sometimes was like, don't say how you're feeling, you know, Mm. you you feel too much. You're too much. It's not that serious. You don't Mm. need to be that sad. Um, That's not what happened. I'm like, yes. And I would be gaslighted a lot too, as a child. Cause I'd be like very honest, but not knowing that the adults in my life were liars and like wanted to keep it on the low or didn't want to tell this side of the family or this side. And as a kid, you're like, oh no, we went over here. And they're like, no, we didn't. And I'm like, wait, what? And then as a kid, if you're not told, hey, we're lying to your dia," you really think that your experience didn't happen and you grow up thinking that what you experience isn't the truth and then you have a really, mm. you don't trust yourself.
0: Like a false sense of reality.
1: Yes. And that's a very hard thing to come out of because it's easy for the people around you who hurt you to say they didn't. It's so easy. No, I'm not. Oh, no, no, no. That's mm-hmm. not. No, no, no. Um, and that's what happened with my ex and the little bitch, right? They were doing something and they kept saying no. And even though intuitively as a grown ass woman, I know what's up, but like when you're not used to, you're not, you're not ready to heal that. You're like, oh, let me just ignore it until I'm Mm -hmm. ready to process what's going on. So them gaslighting me brought me back to my childhood and processing that. And that's really why Patreon is now here because um, I was perf I was lit. I was so good. And then, you know, you just have, you're just never done. Like you could be lit and then you have to learn again. So that's what happened. I was like, mm-hmm. uh, uh. there's always work to do. Always. And I was talking to somebody and they asked me about my last relationship and my dad passed away when I was five. So my relationships are very crucial to my development as a person because I get attached to men because of, Mm. the men in my life I just have a really deep deep fear of losing the men in my life it's like it's a it's it's very irrational and I get very irrational in relationships which is why I'm always like I'm either really in love or like really trying to like oh like detach so I have to find a really I have to find you know I'm healing with that so Yeah. That's what Patreon did. I'm just like, I was in the midst and I was in the middle of like, yes, let's, I was really planning on creating Patreon to like get real cunty and like do my thing. But the universe was like, no babe, we got to heal. Like Mm -hmm. it's not going to be you like putting on your makeup, feeling cute. It's going to be you crying and you telling people, okay, this is how I got out of this suicidal thought. This is how I, you know, stop comparing myself to someone. This is how I realized that this relationship isn't definitive of me as a person. This is how I realized that, you know, them not liking me has nothing to do with me. So, so much. So, Patreon is definitely for the people who have experienced real pain, real sadness. Not this, like, oh my God, no, like, you've been, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to just kill myself fuck it or you know I'm completely unlovable and whatever happens to me doesn't matter like do whatever you want I don't care like if Mm. you felt like that come through because you know we're really trying to get out of that I don't want my people in that space anymore it's a very dangerous space and I was in very dangerous I put myself in a lot of dangerous situations because of my lack of self-worth and I didn't even know that until 2019 because Mm. I because dating offers you a very vulnerable mirror, right? When you're dating, you get to see yourself in a different light. Um, And yeah, girl, I just, there were parts of me that I didn't, like I'm a nice person, but I can be too nice sometimes, which was something that I didn't even know was a thing, but it is a thing.
0: Mm -hmm. Boundaries
1: are so important. You have to set your boundaries. Um, And I also thought that people knew my boundaries, Because I'm always like, I'm classy. I'm not out here being a bird. Right. And this this term is like, oh my God, there's so many different things that this could mean. But like, I'm not out here showing, I'm not out here presenting myself. I'm not a little girl. I don't want attention from men. I don't, that's not what I'm about. So I thought that because of the way that I presented myself, people would know how to act. But Mm -hmm. that's like, Mm -hmm. you can be a respectable queen, your crown shining, and people still act like, People still treat you the way they treat themselves. And it's like, I'm
0: sorry, sweetie. This is not how it is. Like, And not only that, you can't control other people's perceptions. So even though you're out here you know, I'm presenting myself in this way, that's your perception of the way you're presenting yourself. Right. So somebody else would just look at you like, oh, she's just a regular bitch. Like it don't fucking matter. I know somebody who was just like her, who liked the attention of, you know, of men who did the most just because of whatever have you, everybody is different. Right. So that that's a big thing as well. Um, You know, you've spoken about being extremely open and having your, you know, your shit basically on front street. Do you have a limit to what you share? Oh yeah, for sure. There's definitely things that I feel aren't useful for other people. That's that's the only reason I share. I only share the
1: things that I feel you guys can use. Right. Um, The breakup is something we can all use. Being being um being um having a sneaky dirty bitch friend. We all got that done. We all got either we have it, we seen it, we been to her. Like we have, we're related to that sneaky dirty bitch in some way. So mm-hmm. it was important. Oh my god, this girl's ear must be like burning. <laughs> 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 she I was like, "You you mess with me, everyone's gonna know." Because I right. talk about it. So, um, but yeah, girl, it is interesting. It is interesting. We have to we have to have limits and boundaries for our stuff, right? There has to be. And the funny thing is people are like you don't there's things you don't talk about. I'm a very complex person. I go through a lot. <laughs> Girl, there's a lot of things that people don't know. But it's important for people to know cuz I had somebody like, "Yo, why do you talk about this? Like this is a lot." And I'm like, "Yeah, but people I have, some people perceive me as like having it all together, tree mom, working college, and don't get me wrong on the right day. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's not, I don't want, I don't want my followers, people who are following me not to, not to be nosy, but to really follow the healing journey. Like what I'm about. Um, I don't want them to think that I'm just always happy, right. that I'm just I had it all together. You know, I had a perfect this, I had a perfect that. No, babe. No, like the reason why I'm like mm-mm mm is because I was on the floor and butt as naked crying yesterday and I'm like right. yes, yes. <laughs> you know, actually, there has to be a balance. So I think that's so yes, there's definitely things I do not talk about. And the reason I talk about what I talk about is because I really feel like it's it's reflective and people can learn from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I I feel like I've had to Kind of limit what I what I share online, and that was just me going through it. Like I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and blame anybody, even though I I know whose fault it is. Um, I'm not gonna sit here and blame blame everybody, but I had to learn that for myself. I had to go through it, and I'm just like, you know what? Like you said, I had to set my own boundaries. Um, even this past weekend, like it was Valentine's Day a couple of days ago, and I got these random flowers sent to my house, right? And I knew it was someone who had seen my Instagram story that sent them to me because the card was very much specific to what I had posted. Um, So I was just like, okay, I don't, I I had a feeling of who it might be, but then I'm just like, it's not like it can't be this person just because he didn't use his regular Instagram to look at my story. Like we, we all know it can literally, (laughs) it can literally be anybody. Right. So Um, I figured out who it was, but this person is really he's not into the social media thing like at all. So I also have to respect his boundaries and be like, you know, I'm not gonna put it on Front Street or all of that, because first of all, it wasn't even even that serious, like it was flowers on Valentine's day, he just didn't want me to be without flowers. Like, you know, like it's nothing like I'm not getting married tomorrow. I'm yeah. not, <laughs> I don't have like a boyfriend now. Like that's not what that was. So, um, I've definitely been trying to steer clear of any relationship things on social media. I really just want to keep those things to myself for oh my the most God. part.
1: <laughs> yeah, so smart. Cause it's so, good to do that I was so I learned the hard way I learned the hard way I think that my last relationship was very open to like letting people in Mm -hmm. um for many reasons the same thing too like to help people I really posted things so people could see like yo you could really be a single mom and find love and have a man who's like really nice to your kid that's really what I was trying out there but of course ego slips in a little bitch sneak in and i was like we're amazing i'm super happy everything's perfect <laughs> um and the earth was like oh, i'm gonna humble you this um and i think i think i learned a lot i learned a lot from observing myself because i usually observe myself do things have you ever had that moment where you could see yourself you know mm-hmm. i do that a lot almost like a- an outer body experience right Yes. yes like you're walking around like what are you doing and I realized something, I this is something that I'm gonna put on Patreon, but I'm gonna go in a little bit more detail about it. But like, when, like, you don't try to convince people of the truth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You just say the truth and you know it's the truth and figure it out. You know, you could try to convince people of the things that you feel are not true, right? Mm. So I'm gonna give you an example. Um, I'm going to use me an example because this is the best. This is what I know best. So when I was, there was a point where I was posting, like, I was really, really happy in my last relationship, right? And this is something that I think a lot of people can relate to, which is why I'm sharing it. So like, I just felt really insecure because I was already feeling his wandering eye. And this, and again, his perception of this, could be different. In his mm-hmm. mind, he loved me, he respected me, like he was following my lead, like he's confused. This could be a lie, this could be his real perception. I have no fucking idea, it doesn't matter. But I felt very insecure. And I was like, let me just put out there images of how happy we are, you know? And like, maybe this bitch will see it, maybe right. he, it, maybe somebody will like, you know? Um. And I found out that like sometimes Social media can get really tricky, right? Because when I'm really happy, I don't have to post. I'm really happy. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if you know I'm happy. I don't care, right? If I'm like the other day, I had an oh my god! I had I've been treated like a queen, like oh my god! Like it's been super nice, and I've been like so, and like I don't want to say spoiled because it's not spoiled. I've been tended to. Mm. Like I've, like I've been. And real. there's a difference between being tended to and being spoiled. Paying attention, you know. I'm I I like I can like I, I'll know if you have like a diamond ring on your finger. I not I'll, I'll do, 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 do 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 I'm a deed I pay attention to every detail. So like when they pay attention to my details, it's like really nice because I know how much work it takes to be an attentive person. I mean, I was just and I didn't I didn't feel like, ooh, let me post you, babe, even though none of them, they don't even have social media. They don't even care about posting. They grown as hell. But I would have been like, you know, like, right. I felt like I don't know. I just didn't feel the need to post it. I don't feel the need to put how happy I am. I don't you know, today, like and not saying that when you do post it, you're lying about it. But why are you posting it? Mm hmm feel you know like and not and this is not a question that you should answer out loud to yourself right before you post something right and if if it's just you wanting likes and you wanting people to see how cute you are admit it queen because it's so much easier to to you know because there's some people like no because i because this is the thing being a healer you talk to other healers
0: mm-hmm.
1: and there's like a you know some healers are just really and i don't even like using the term healer it's just that i'm healing all the time so it's like right. just But I don't consider myself a healer because I don't heal nobody. I help you heal yourself. (laughs) Right. But I cannot heal you. God, I wish I did. I wish I would heal the world, but I cannot do that. Um, So there's just a lot of like fake ass shit that happens when you out here like, you know, you get like this ego. You could be very egotistical when people like you help me. You're amazing. Your life is great. You know what to do. And then there's a lot of healers that just get like big heads. Mm hmm. Um, like I am meditating every day and drinking green juices. Like, and that's great. Eh? <laughs> that you're healthy and you're, you know, but there's like, why? Unless you're like, unless you're like using it to promote and stuff like that. You really Right. Have, what is it? You know, just for you, just for you, not even for the world, just for you. Because this world has gotten really tricky. We try to convince the world of things. Sometimes we're so busy trying to convince the world that we're happy that we don't do the things we need to do to be happy. Yeah. We're just gonna pretend we're happy, but did mm-hmm. you actually
0: did, did you do the work to be happy? Yeah. And then actually, you know what? That's a great um segue into my last segment. So I wanna get into the last one, which is called Are You Dead Ass? And it's my favorite segment, right? Because it's just like <laughs> Where I ask myself, like, are you fucking serious? Like, there's just some things that happen on a day to day that I really have to question, not only my sanity but your sanity as well. Um, but before I get into mine, is there anything that um, you wanted to get off your chest?
1: Let me see. Um, damn, I've been. I'm in like in a damn. I wish that this was this was a question for my cunty side. I'm not even feeling that cunny right now. <laughs> Off my chest. Let me think. Let me think. You know what? I forgive that dirty ass bitch. <laughs> I forgive you, bitch. You know why I forgive you, you little dirty ass bitch? Because, I mean, it doesn't take away that she's a dirty ass bitch. That's something right. that I want her to understand. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're still a dirty little bitch. Um, and you're. Sleeping. I can't change you. Mm-mm. But I'm so grateful to her. I really am. Like, because... You know, some people are sneaky and bad at it, but this bitch is good at it. Mm. He's really good, and she's very like sneaky, and she victimizes herself, and she's small in size. And that bitch knows that I like small women. Um, <laughs> I just like your little. P- I just like little p- women. They're so cute. Um, and um, but she, the reason why I'm grateful to her. Um, and I love her. I want the best for her, nothing but the best forever. But she's still, you know, she still got shit to work on. Um, but I'm grateful because, you know, there's like levels to this. And she's like a high level sneaky bitch.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: see that one time. Like, I won't, I don't feel like I could ever be snuck again. Like, if that makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> you shall not, you I'll shall go. not snuck. Okay. <laughs> Thou shall not. Cause she was so good. She was really good she's still really good at it um and i just pray that she finds somebody that will punch her in the face because i feel like i really feel like that's what's going to teach women like that to stop like some women get off on being sneaky some women like being the other woman some women like being the side chick like they get off on that like that whole and like it's hurtful to women you're creating a cycle and i've been that when i was like 20 i was her. Not, not consistently, but in one particular relationship. I just, right. I really believe that he wanted to be with me. I really believe that, you know? Um, but, but that was still my disrespect for the shorty Bob. Like, why are you saying hi to her? Like, even though she mm. gravitated towards me a lot, people just do that to me anyway. So it sucks that people are like, oh, I love you. And I'm like, damn, I'm fucking your man. Get away from me. <laughs> um, you know? Uh, so I, that's one thing I want to get off my chest. Like, bitch, I forgive you.
0: I'm I'm here for it. Release that, okay? Because it you don't need to hold on to it. That no, is girl, not your baggage to hold on to. That is all for her. I'm so happy. What girl. about you? Um, so this is getting into this is why I said it was a good segue because um we were talking about how like you would post things, but you're really not happy yes. and all of that. So a couple of weeks ago, I don't know if you remember um the whole shit with Chloe Bailey and how like people people were coming for her because of like the pictures she was posting or whatever did you did you oh, hear no no, that? okay, so Chloe and Haley, the two singers, the two younger oh, girl yes, singers, yes. okay, mm-hmm. um they each got separate Instagram pages, and the older one, Chloe, started posting a little bit more like risque photos, and when I say risque, they're not even like risque yeah. like yeah. The barometer for risque photo photos is just so ridiculous because it's like, okay, I can wear a two-piece in the in the in the beach, but if I have a bra and a panty on in my bed, now I'm being overly sexual, it's but scary. I could lay on the sand in a two-piece in the exact same pose and everything, and it's not a problem. But whatever. It's, um, so, it's so crazy. And the the crazier part about that thing so you know she was being called out about posting these pictures but the majority of the people who were coming for her were older women and it's just like why do older women why do the elders so to speak because this little mm-hmm. girl is 22 years old okay I'm her elder I'm gonna be 36 all right yeah. I was 14 yeah. when you were born okay like I was just about to lose my virginity. Like, if we want to talk about it, you you understand what I'm saying? So like to her, I am her elder and to have people like me, my age, older, coming at this poor little girl, making her feel so uncomfortable that she was like, you know, I'm posting these things so that I can try to feel better about myself. And as I'm posting them, you're like tearing me down. And it's just like, it's just all so fucked up. It's all so fucked up. And I really wish that people would stop one over sexualizing the most non-sexual things ever. If I'm walking around my room, lighting candles with a baggy t-shirt on and no shorts, like you can't see anything. You literally can't see anything, but because there is a little hint of skin or a little hint of quote unquote, sexy behavior, then I am less than. I deserve to be talked down to. Yeah. Why do you, it's a very, it's a very, it's,
1: it's projecting. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It has nothing to do with you or Chloe. You feel me? People are projecting their inability to feel comfortable with themselves. Mm -hmm. And um, women, you know, of older. And I think, I think to a certain extent, I definitely have like an older lady mentality, like, I love when my bitches is feeling cute and put your shit out there, cruel. I love that because I feel like I know you're feeling, it's, first of all, you have to be, you have to get over trauma to feel mm-hmm. comfortable. Like, you have to, you did the work. If you're out here doing that, you did some work to yeah. feel, good because as women, we're just always, we're constantly put down for how we look, you know? Mm-hmm. So constantly you criticizing ourselves. Yes. So you doing that says to me as a, like, as an observer, I'm like, wow, she did some work she did some work on herself. Good for you. That's my first thought. Right. Um, And then I really don't care what other people are doing. Like if you're not in my room next to me, I don't care. Show your shit. Like, please, like feel good about yourself. This world is tearing you down already, boo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. It's definitely interesting to see other women, older women do that, but it's projection. I think it doesn't. I think it comes from that
0: it's definitely projection. And I feel like, especially when it comes to like the older generations, um, you know, our age older, we didn't have the, the luxury to do these things. And Mm -hmm. it's like this new generation has all of this, you know, writing on the coattails of body positivity and all of this shit. Like we had, I remember I had to sneak out at 22 years old with like a crop top because my mom would be like, what are you, what are you, what are you wearing? Like, (laughs)
1: where are you going?
0: You you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: So it's projection for sure. And it's, you know, things, things change and people are like,
0: Oh,
1: (laughs) for some of us, like even for me, like I'm over, I don't think I'm prudish. I'm just reserved personally. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand sometimes people's comfortability with their like it's not that i don't like it it's just that i just don't get it like it doesn't reach me but am i gonna be like uh uh? you should never no just don't touch me just like me. like don't come around me because i'm affected like i'm sensitive like stop it like i know and i actually you saw my rant i go off on women (laughs) i go off on women that do one thing like if you want to be sexy babe please embody it but don't say you're doing one thing and doing another because that that's just like annoying because rape culture is a real thing. Like if you're really, it's just, it, there's a lot of things that happen when, when when women aren't honest about their intentions. You know, it's 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 ugh, it's so deep.
0: Right, because but, we always talk about men's intentions, right? But we never really talk about the women's intentions. And right. you also have to move with intention. Babe, babe, don't do
1: things. You cannot control the world. Women mm. cannot control the world women are very powerful beings. When they're sexy, like I mentioned before, we are tapped in. It is felt you are a magnet to certain things, right? You cannot control what you attract. Be mindful of what you attract, right? And before you put yourself out there and then be like, why, 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 why? Well, babe, you're a magnet to certain energies and Mm -hmm. it's a frequency. You're creating a frequency. You have to hold yourself accountable for some of the bullshit that you're in. You have to because one, it's dangerous for the men because it's not fair. I know a lot of good men that get sucked into this, and then oh, he's a rapist or he's a molester or he. I'm like my man, my homie, right? My party. I saw you, shorty, Bob. You was giving him a vibe. Your titty was out. Mm. He knew what it is. He knew what it is. He didn't know. He ain't around. Like there's some men who are so used to the titty stuff that they're just like you know very desensitized. But there's some men that are not, and some men just don't know. And I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm not saying it's her fault. But you was basically touching his shoulder with your titty, homie. Like right. he, he was confused. Mm-hmm. I was actually confused. I'm like, don't you got a man? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know, that's neither that, here
0: nor there. I'm just sitting here minding my business. It's now I'm that looking, it's become a thing. I'm at my friend, I'm like, he's. I'm
1: like, I'm surprised he's in a vibe because he's also he was a, he's, a, he's a he's just a very shy dude. Mm-hmm. So for me, for me to see him like. You know, I'm like, wait, I know his personality. He must have really felt like there was something going on. Right. So, and again, I'm not excusing anybody. If I think when people are real with themselves, we can avoid these things a lot. Um, A lot of these things. And women too, like, all right, I'm sexy. I'm aware that I'm attracting certain things. And if you walk out that way, you're more aware. But if you're in denial, you can't even see it when it's coming. Because you're like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Oh, oh, it's like, babe, be aware and move accordingly. That's all. Do whatever you want, but just notice, know that you become a magnet to certain things. It's inevitable.
0: Mm-hmm. We're all
1: we're all vibrational beings at the end of the day.
0: That we are. That we are. All right. So this was a great conversation. Um, let my listeners know where they can find you because I know they're going to want to.
1: Um. So I am on Instagram, Erica the Tree Lady. E R I C A the Tree Lady. And on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash the tree method. Um, and I don't have a YouTube yet, but that's coming as well. So just for now, Instagram and Patreon. This was really good.
0: I loved it. I loved it. Um As usual, everything will be linked down below. Um, Don't forget to follow me, underscore Steffi Kiss, S-T-E-P-H-Y-K-I-S-S, and the Do I Look Fat Pod, exactly how it sounds. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Do I Look Fat Podcast. I'll see you next Fine and Thick Friday. Bye, guys.